0: What
1: was right. it? Liz- Lizzie,
0: Lizzie. Reese,
1: we know Preston. Awesome, great to have cool. you guys on here. I'm just gonna stand like this. I hope that doesn't unnerve <laughs> anybody, like I'm a college professor giving a lecture.
2: All of us are alumni, and then yeah. Deb didn't go here, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, we're all like, well, Josh transferred. I transferred.
3: Yeah, but wait a minute,
1: Josh. Yeah. I think trained. we've met. You're, I was gonna say you're I think from I Alaska, you. right?
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. We met at the gym like we two years at the gym. ago. I was like, <laughs> oh Your God. beard got God. massive, dude. You grew that sucker out.
3: <laughs> I don't know. It just won't stop, you know. All wow. my grooming. I forgot to say this morning.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just one day, that's it. I wish. Finally getting used to being moved in. Nice. And,
5: uh, Where are you from?
4: I'm from Grand Haven.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, up at okay.
4: Lakeshore. Nice. So, uh, not too far away, like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. so bad. Yeah. But uh, finally getting used to being away from home.
5: Nice. Mm-hmm. Is that Was that like a hard transition or like easy transition? It was for 24 transition?
4: hours. Nice. <laughs> and then it was pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. It was 24, though. The first 24 are the hardest. Oh, yeah, they sting. They sting. <laughs> oh, yeah. The next 24 is what you got to watch foraging Forging for <laughs> your own food. Yeah. Jack, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah. like who's it. your next hypothetical? <laughs> okay. Ready? Yes, sir. No scientist in a lab coat this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. In oh,
4: ID. No. Okay. Just the very la- untrustworthy.
5: The, it was a the science lab got shut down, got for, shut down. Uh, mal- for malpractice.
4: malpractice. malpractice. Yeah. yeah,
1: But, that back and better than ever, a man approaches Okay. There's no man. You're I just like the idea, no idea of a man stop. approaching <laughs> you proposing these crazy scenarios. So you're, in, it, crazy so you're scenarios. in a dark alley, and a man <laughs> no, walks up
5: He opens up his coat, which is questions. Yeah.
4: <laughs> hey, I've got hypotheticals. I'm a, I'm <laughs> a hypothetical <laughs> dealer. I've got hypotheticals up the wazoo. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you knew for a fact, that the world was going to be absolutely annihilated in six months. Nothing left, no life, anything. How would you live differently than you are today?
6: Oh, that's a tricky question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, don't, I would probably travel.
7: I, I would sign up for as many credit cards as I could and oh. just not worry about any, just keep swiping them. Um, buy as many plane tickets as I can Go see everything that I've ever wanted just to buy see. Buy a full
8: plane. And
7: yeah. Yeah. Or even that, if I if I could buy a plane, buy a plane. Don't need a pilot's license or anything. Just figure it out and then go around the world, see yeah. see everything I want to. Let's just
4: see as much of the world before there is no more world to see.
1: Mm. We had a similar answer before. People okay. have this want to travel. I don't think a lot of people follow through on that.
4: They don't. Because they're caught up in the long-term planning. Yes. They say, well, gotta buy a house, I gotta send my kids to school, da-da-da-da-da. But when none of that
3: matters, matters,
4: and you're free to do all of those things that you want to do but you can't because you get caught up in saving the resources needed or saving the time needed, but when that stops mattering, you can do the things you've wanted to do.
1: Yeah. What do we lose when we think only in the
4: long-term? Only along only in the long term. Um, you gain a lot of things, like financial security being the main sure. part. But yeah. um, as to specifics that's hard to say. But you miss out on you miss out on a lot. And I think a lot of people when they go to their deathbed, they don't think of the long term. They don't think I saved my money well and now my children will have a financial future. When you're on when you're on your deathbed, that's not what you think of. What you think is I never saw Rome. Yeah. I never saw Paris. And when you think only in the long term, you miss out on that. And you're left with these regrets and you think, Oh, next time, next time, I'll get it next time, next time but sometimes you just don't.
5: Is there a part of travel, uh, like the idea of traveling, that scares you, or like what's like keeping you from doing that? Besides, like besides like finances or anything, is there any sort of like fear or anxiety, like in that area?
6: Well, honestly, uh, the only thing that's I guess my family's been keeping me from traveling because, like, I don't want to go too far away, you know. And then, like, my parents would never go for me being alone in another country. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, and plus, I guess there's just, like, the regular, like, things that you're scared about. Like, there's always people that, like, do bad things. And, and what if you get stuck somewhere and you can't get, and you can't get there? Or what if you run into somewhere that you don't know the language? Yeah, so I guess I don't know. Plus, it's like very anxiety, anxiety-inducing. You know. Travel. Mhm.
1: Yeah, been through a TSA line. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the sweaty palms, the whole deal.
0: Yeah, I would try to make chaos. I mean, you would. We're all gonna <laughs> die. Yeah. I mean, like, there's like people want to be nice, and they're like, oh, everyone's dying. Might as well die good. But like, also like, it doesn't matter. You're gonna die. Like, be an asshole. I would be, I would be an asshole. I'm- I'm that- I have, how would like, you go about being an asshole. Be an asshole. Um. How oh, exactly? You know, yeah. like, I honestly, this is so mean. Like, someone's walking by, I would just trip them. Like, oh my god.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Slash people's stars. Like,
0: like, usually I, like, would have a conscience, but my conscience would go away. So I'm like, oh, that thought? I'll just do thoughts. it. Do you what? believe in an afterlife? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. That's a thought for when I do get to the afterlife, if don't there take, is one. <laughs> don't okay. take
1: this question too far. But if everybody dies anyway, what's stopping you from living like that now?
0: That's true. Um, there's more time. I I there so what's, more time. So what's so the prime amount of time for assholery? So I like to think about it like GTA. Like GTA, <laughs> you get caught, you start back at the beginning, but it's a short period of time. Okay. In my life, if I get caught, I'm kind of just stuck there for however many years I live until I die in that But stuff. what's
1: like the exact amount of time the world would have to have before it ended for you to all sorts of assholery.
0: Well, I think six months is perfect. Six
1: months is perfect. So, like, Seven months, you'd be Mother Teresa. <laughs> honestly,
0: honestly, <yeah. laughs> who knows? But I think playing it out like my GTA simulation, mm. I wouldn't do the worst things until the very end. Sure. Like, I'm not going to kill mm. someone. But, That'd like, be also, mean. who knows? Maybe it changes by the time I get to that fifth month. Maybe I'm, like, I'm going to shoot someone.
7: For sure. Maybe not, maybe not everyone, but I, I feel like there's a lot of people who... do those things and then i I mean look at the amount of like news stories and people that you've seen where they've murdered someone and then after they've killed themselves yeah they're so I i feel like in some way yes but in other ways um humans like they're they're so complicated with just the way that they think about each like the things that they do and how it impacts other people yeah so i think there's just some people that it to them it's like their own version of normal and like the societal like normal to not kill people isn't something that they feel or like do, do crimes like robbery yeah. like oh, yeah. for them that is something that is you know it's what they need to do kind of like their purpose and life. Yeah. yeah yeah
5: when you like but when you do something violent either like Lizzie or Preston like in this hypothetical situation don't you think that you would like feel bad do you think that that would like, do you think that that would deter you away from violent behavior if you are like, hmm, that felt bad?
0: Well, I think by the time it gets to that last couple yeah. days, like, I've, I'm going a little loopy, so I think things, certain things could happen, I don't know what, but I think I would end up doing something crazy, and I would go insane mm. at the end of the six months, because yeah. it's really, you're just waiting, yeah, and you know, like, clock's ticking down, the timer, and once it hits zero gone yeah so it's really just you're anticipating the end do you think that's why we don't know when we'll die
5: is <laughs> so that we don't just all go yeah, crazy that's a good point yeah yeah what about you reese Mine is are like, you it? also the no same. mine is like
9: the <laughs> absolute different as soon as he asked Thank it God. i was all thinking right. like <laughs> keep in mind me and reese are roommates we so. <laughs> nice. are she's gonna kill me and my
8: <laughs> <laughs>
1: if she, she can get away with it, it then yeah she starts
9: tripping you when you're walking <laughs> um I would just love people so much more, which like I know it's, it's so stupid and crazy. Why did I think of that? Okay, wait, 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 wait no, 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 no. But like, like now I feel like it's so nerve-wracking to like put yourself out there and show people that you love them because it's like, mm. oh my God, like is it reciprocated? Like I don't want to come on too strong. Yeah. But if I knew I was gonna die, I would just absolutely go for it and like show everyone an unreasonable amount of love. Mm and i'd also be kind of selfish i wouldn't like i was kind of thinking for a minute i was like oh my god like i'd give everybody the like perfect last six months like i'd buy everybody food but i wouldn't do that like i'd be so selfish and i would just make sure that my last six months were the best and then final week i wouldn't kill anybody i would throw a great gatsby level rager and i
1: would do coke
5: there we go. There we go.
1: <laughs> so I, love I love this. I love this.
5: The you. last week we've got violent behavior. Good things. But yeah. coke at the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just well, you uh, gotta you gotta, gotta get your kicks in. Tie yeah. your loose ends. You gotta do a little something Can I for come?
5: yourself. Oh,
9: obviously. Okay. I won't tell you though. I'll just be like Lizzie. We're doing coke tonight. And I'll be like,
0: I'm the only one that knows the world ends, but I don't know that you know. <laughs> you don't know that she knows, and she doesn't know that you know. Oh but yeah. All yeah all you so know we're both like. So like yeah yeah. I'm like.
1: It's hard to convince someone to do coke when they don't think the world's ending. Yeah. Socrates said that. But if you me? Uh <laughs> you briefly touched yeah, that. I remember reading that.
3: <laughs> You've been reading Dostoevsky. I don't know of I just His read brothers. Crime and Punishment. For those of us we're who we're don't
5: in, know, do you want
3: to describe? Dostoevsky is considered one of the top authors of like all time. Really good. But um he's a Russian guy, I think eighteen hundreds. I don't know that, no. Well I Not just me. what are you guys talk about that, like reading in that and you see the characters, um, a lot of things they do is there's a lot of worry about what people will think of them. Yeah. By hanging out with these types of people, I'll be associated, and I'll give off the wrong impression. Yeah. And so i just think, and I don't think technology or social media has brought any new problems but exasperated an old problem. I think we've always cared what people thought of us, always yeah. trying to put up okay. this facade before us. And social media has just broadened our audience. human nature has not changed, you know. Yeah, um,
7: and And so,
3: in a way, getting rid of of social media won't really do anything, you know, it's like the heart of the problem is is that we care more about what others think of us. We care about our own merit, you know, and and stuff like that. Um, Of course, as Christians, I I don't know if you're a Christian, sorry. I am, (laughs) yeah. Uh,
6: United Methodist. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: Yeah, as like Christians, we know, like, of that problem is, is like sin and to find reconciliation and acceptance with God is the only thing that can really fulfill that desire for acceptance yeah
4: mm-hmm. uh, I I
5: yeah I, was I like think- that yeah I was thinking about how like I mean tribal mentality is like the reason that we mirror other people's like images like in nonverbal communication you're the more you hang out with someone the more likely you are to take on their mannerisms mm-hmm. because uh those people are more likely to enjoy you and welcome you in, and you're more likely to survive if they like you, you know? If the people around you like you, you're more likely to survive. And so, yeah, I think that goes right along with what you were saying Yeah. with, like, we were kind of made to, uh, to have people like us, or at least that's, like, a subconscious thing that we seek after. And, yeah, Yeah. with social media, it just broadens, like, our expanse because, um, because now we're trying to please everybody and have everybody in our tribe. Actually, that was something we talked about in my communications theory class last year was how there's, like, tribal mentality mm. in humans on social media. And, like, humans will have their own tribes on social media because, mm-hmm. like, that's what's safe and that's what you know. Like, like, yeah. like you know, like, Facebook groups, like, yeah. Facebook moms groups, or, like, uh, maybe it's, like... Uh, a pro choice group. group or a pro life group or whatever that's your yeah. tribe and like people will defend that tribe like yeah. and they'll yeah. go to war with other tribes and it was this entire theory that was based around like how tribal yeah. mentality is still like a base part of human thought and human psychology yeah. but has just taken form in this completely abstracted world hmm. and is not necessarily always present like or like is still present in like our normal like reality but mm-hmm. is like you can still see that mentality even in this abstracted uh, version of communication
3: why do you think that is why do you think we are like that you mentioned i mean in a way you could study neuroscience and find support that is almost a biological basis of that right it's in our nature why do you think that is
5: why do we like seek to why is have that people accept us? i think
1: we're we're running old software on new hardware like
3: a stone so, age mind
1: Yeah, the instincts are the same, but the environment's changed. Like, if you were in a tribe a couple thousand years ago, right, that was all you knew. You had maybe 30 or 40 people that you had to know, you had to gain good rapport with them, you had to stick with the tribe so you didn't get exiled or excommunicated or what have you. But now we're in a hyper, hyper connected world where we know thousands and thousands of people and our brains are still trying to think like there's 30 or 40 of them. We're trying to appeal to every desire, every face has to be looked upon us with favor, we need to be perfect in every way, and there's all these standards being piled on us, moral, physical, otherwise, um, it's just too much, I think our brain's overloaded. Why do you
3: think we were, like, so yeah, the idea that our brains are designed for a tribal environment, whatever you would call call it, why are our brains, why are our brains that way? I mean,
8: God made us, like, interconnected with everybody, we're not, we're social creatures, yeah um and i don't know the way to like be social creatures is to like um be am- amicable with the other person and like kind of like take on their okay so <laughs> um go for it i don't know what the word is but you know like how love is like when you take on someone's best interests to like be your best interest yeah mm-hmm. okay and so like god is love and like god is love because he's in everything and so like he takes on everyone's best interest and so like um he can't not be loved and so like um people are like called to love each other so like you're supposed to take their best interest is yours and like vice versa and so like if you want me to look a certain way i'm going to care about what you want and i'm going to look that mm-hmm. certain way
3: yeah And that explains a tribal the and tribal mentality. Like, the
8: family thing. but yeah. Like, everyone had to be, like, um, interconnected as, like, a family and, like, um, have a role and, like, make everyone happy and not die because if you made someone mad, you'd probably get killed. <laughs> yeah. It kind of reminds me of people who have, like,
2: a really big pedestal and, like, are able to have a lot of influence. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think... Yeah, like, influencers kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't know, that kind of reminds me of what this question means. It's, like, if I was able to maybe tell anybody what I wanted to tell them kind of like and and I didn't have any like I wasn't I was totally comfortable I could say whatever I wanted to say and everybody would listen like I don't know that kind of was where my mind went um yeah I think that I would try and like tell people about Jesus (laughs) number one because I'm a Christian and and uh the Lord has changed my entire life Um, and then also number two I would tell people to just take care of their body and try and make exercise like (laughs) part of their daily routine or at least weekly routine Um, and if anybody could listen to me um, I guess like the third thing I would say is just like just don't worry about the thing that you're worrying about right now that's money like Hmm. Money is not as important as you might think it is. If that's, like, school, school's not going to be forever, and success is going to end when you die. Like, you know, just um, don't worry about the thing that you're worrying about right now. So those will be the three things, I guess.
1: But why do we? Yeah. Why do we worry? Even everybody knows you shouldn't worry. Yeah. But.
2: Um, Um, yeah. Right. Why do we worry? Um... I think, yeah, I think it's
8: because we have a lot of pressure, <laughs> like. Mm. I think we think it all depends on us, and that yeah. if we can't fulfill it, we already think that we aren't enough anyway, so it's kind of like, if this all depends on me, then I have to, like, be on that level, and if I can't get on that level, then what am I going to do, because it's not going to be done.
2: Right,
7: you right. You measure up to someone, like, yeah. you you can't measure up to what mm. their expectations are of yeah.
1: And that's a fear of, like, not living up to the identity you carved out for yourself.
6: Or, yeah, failure. Yeah.
5: Or that even you think that others identify for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't think it always has to be, like, this is my expectation that I've set for myself. I think sometimes yeah. it's even just, like, this is the expectation that I think other people have of me, and I need to live up to that for them.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's, like, the predictability thing. Like, we can't predict everything, and we like to... Oh, yeah try to do that and if we're wrong we don't like to be wrong because then that reflects on us being failures yeah yeah Yeah.
1: there's like I think a lot of people go in their entire lives like trying to make their parents proud and maybe not even knowing that
2: oh yeah
1: -hmm. I think that's a wound a lot of people carry yeah
2: definitely
5: so if your comfort zone was limitless you feel as if it, you have like this desire to just tell people about like just things that you think is important And, like, if your comfort zone was limitless, you could, like, do that. Like, go on a stage of, like, 10,000 people and be like,
2: hey, everybody, Jesus, fitness, worry. Yeah, literally. Do it and and then don't. That, yes, that is where my mind went. Yeah, (laughs) if my comfort zone was limitless, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, like, yeah, that would be awesome. If I had, like, a million followers or something on Instagram, like, those would be the three
6: things. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: That's good, that's a good one.
6: Cool. You wouldn't have like the stage fright or anything that comes yeah, along yeah. with right. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: And the anxiety that
6: like the haters will hate you, you know? Oh mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: It
5: sounds pretty. Why am I not loving? Yeah. Exactly. I think that's the question, like what's holding you guys back from doing these things? I hope there's good answers for like <laughs> Preston and Lizzie, but I, don't, I yeah. think it's just a fair question that everyone should be asked. <laughs> yeah.
8: It's
5: like what's holding you back from like behaving that way now, even though the world's not ending in even six months
8: i mean i feel like culture kind of makes us um look bad when we do that because you know like there's um the idea that like you should probably be like the same age you should be close in like um relationship before you do any of that because if you like um are doing that to strangers they might think you're like a serial killer or something like what's wrong with you like what do you want from me you know like (laughs) Um, because people who are too nice often like don't do it for free,
9: mm-hmm. and that's like how
8: our culture is made. You have to like give and take, mm-hmm. and so
1: like yeah,
9: I agree. And I also think that it's a very hard. Um, you don't want to become a pushover, also mm-hmm. because yeah. it's like once you start showing people love, people kind of mm-hmm. will see that, and some people have poor intentions yeah. and will take advantage of that, yeah. And, yeah. and will be like, oh, like show love me. Oh my God, this is awesome. Like I want to be her friend. I want to get all of her love, yeah. and then it can become toxic.
8: And then, like, there's a lot of people who are abused and don't know what love is, so they kind of feel really uncomfortable and they want to push away and they, um, I don't know, they feel like vulnerability is hurting them. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Is that love,
1: though? Like, is equating love with agreeableness a fair thing to say? Because if you do something purely out of love, um, give a flower to someone, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: smile at a stranger, like, are you losing anything? Is there any way you could be taken advantage of in that situation? Mm.
9: I suppose not immediately. But I think if you're repetitively showing love to one person, they could possibly take advantage of you. Yes. Because if they see that... Okay. If they see you as a person that they can come to and confide in and like... I don't know associate with as a friend or maybe more then they could come to you repetitively like over and over again just because they know that they'll get love out of you not necessarily because they like want to be your friend, but just purely because they want something for them. That's
1: a good distinction. I was going to say, is that not what a relationship is? Like, I go to my friends for love, No, yeah. but not like a, a, you know, a lever, a slot machine in Las Vegas. It's Mm -hmm. because I also want to love them in return. Mm -hmm. So what would you say distinguishes, uh, you know, a a sociopathic person who takes advantage of people who love versus Mm -hmm. an actual loving relationship? Yeah.
9: If I knew I'd love everybody.
1: That's the, that's the fundamental I, distinction
9: no I'm saying if I knew the distinction oh. I would love every but I don't know the distinction oh, I don't so know so you
5: don't want to come up as a sociopath
9: yeah
0: well, so it's not
1: that we don't love it's that we don't trust
0: yeah hmm what do yeah. you guys think about this person well there's the saying you accept the love you think you deserve maybe some people mm. are just really conceited mm. and they think they deserve all the love yeah
8: yeah I think there's also, like, the idea of uh, how our love is distorted in a certain sense. So, like, Mm -hmm. some people think, like, oh, um, if I love you, then I own you. And so it's, like, not like I'm loving you and experiencing you. It's just, like, you're mine and you can't do anything for other people Mm -hmm. only for me.
0: And it may be, like, if they don't have your love, they feel like they aren't needed. And you need to feel needed to need to feel like you have a place on earth.
3: Mm-hmm. So if you
0: don't mm-hmm. feel needed, what's the point?
9: Mm-hmm.
0: Sounds like some codependency
5: issues right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be. <laughs> well, I think,
5: I think, everybody wants to be needed. In us, in a certain sense, mm-hmm. like if I, because that shows that I have something to offer.
0: Yeah. And it may not be by humans. Maybe like you gotta water your plants. The plants need you, or like yeah, that's a good should, point. Feeds ducks. The ducks need her. They need me. Yeah. yeah.
1: But is that that's the opposite instinct of like you were saying, someone taking advantage of someone for love? Because the the, the need to be needed shows that you want to love others for the sake of loving them.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that you tied that in. Yeah. Cause it's what will people do when they know there's no consequences? Yeah. But, yeah, that's. I feel like that's
7: ultimately like what drives people is either consequences or reward yeah
3: mm. and,
7: it, and cur- currently if there's you know things that can get you a reward then that's what you're going to go for um, but if the world was ending and then there was no really need for reward because you're not going to be around to enjoy that reward yeah. so then you would be just left with consequences to deal with and you don't really have to worry about it again because the world yeah. is ending, and it's it's almost like more rewarding for people to not have consequences than it is to. Yeah. Like,
1: is there. Do people exist, or at least the motivations for people's actions, do those exist beyond consequence and reward, do you think? Mm. Or is there the, something deeper than that?
0: Love. <laughs>
1: Back yeah. to love.
7: Is that not a reward? It,
1: mm
0: hmm or and a consequence or yeah
7: yeah like
5: if because like if 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 you think of love and you think about like the manifestation of love being like let's say a relationship then like then that manifestation is in a sense a consequence like it doesn't have to be a negative connotation to the consequence but it's like the consequence is that I am like going to like serve this person I'm going to like in a sense like die to myself to this Mm -hmm. person because like they because I love them and I want what's best for them and like and if both people are serving each other then ultimately both good is being seen um so yeah so like the consequence of this manifestation of love is that like I have committed to serving this person but the reward is that then they're loving me yeah so I think it could be like love could be a consequence and a reward but that's a good question if is everything consequence and reward
1: driven yeah because that seems too, too reductionistic simple. like yeah. that doesn't explain why people love their babies there's no reward really in the immediate f- for loving a baby it mm-hmm. just kind of suck. i
8: mean the euphoria well,
1: that you
0: get yeah and like the yeah, accomplishment yeah. i just i'm had sure a there's can. like yeah. some biology to it a- as well
9: oh, there's sure. a lot like, yeah you could argue you produce, that you,
7: could argue you
0: that. have a connection to yeah. yeah There's
7: the feeling of being proud is. It's
0: like your whole your hard work paid off.
7: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, well, the child may not be a reward, but if you think ahead, it could be a reward. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, because our culture, like, other cultures, like,
5: when the parents grow old, their children take care of them. American culture is pretty different because when you grow old, you just get put in a home and then you're forgotten about. Which yeah. is pretty <laughs> sad. But that's, like, usually the fate of that. And, yeah, so the reward could be, like, Oh, well then, I have someone to, like, take care of me when I'm older. That's
1: I don't true. think that's they the case, care. though. I think that's a benefit, but people don't slave away, you know, raising a child for 18 years because it's this big, long insurance plan. If that were the case, they could just raise one and then call it... Like, okay. I, um, like, okay. I like,
5: read an article that... It was hilariously, like, thing. It's like, why do I want to consume my baby? <laughs> Which is okay. just like very All fun. Right. <laughs> Basically, yes, you're overwhelmed with, like, so many feelings of love and like excitement and attachment for this thing that like your body just reacts like a lot in the opposite direction so it can emotion so it can balance you out so it
7: can balance because it's like
5: meant so so you get Hmm. angry and or like mad at the thing at the object that you find like endearing because it's supposed to balance you in a way
4: the chemicals all either go away or rush in right and then you're left with unrelenting rage yes interesting
5: Yeah. yeah Hmm. Yeah.
4: That sounds made
1: up. I just think babies are really tasty and they won't taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's
4: delicious. Not as good as a Monet, though. From, yeah. from my experience.
1: You um, and me, we'll go out and grab
4: a bite of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we we'll got a good deal sometime. on them at Main Street. <laughs> yes, they do.
1: <laughs> go to
4: Main Street Pub and ask for the baby selection. No! <laughs> do you guys have horrible. any baby carrots? Holy yeah.
5: carrots? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> This, this episode took a weird turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's this interesting thing with what you said. So, like, with people on their deathbed mm-hmm. thinking of, like, like you said, they wouldn't be thinking, like, oh, my children are financially secure because I mm-hmm. saved college money for them. Whatever. Um, I don't know. Versus the idea of, like, I didn't see Rome. What I, like, picked from that was, like, how there's something within humans that they just want to see you know like because when you go and you travel like you're not like get like it's outside Mm -hmm. of the consumerist mindset in a way because you're not like obtaining you're not taking anything really but you're just like seeing and experiencing so I guess I was going to ask like what do you think about the human nature like is so like why do we want to just like Taste and see things. So
4: we have something that I like to call attraction to spectacle. We like big. We like things that are big, whether they are big physically or whether they are big um, to our senses. Something that has a huge taste or something that is audibly pleasing. We have, and we have an attraction to that. And I, I'm not sure. I don't know what it is, but like I don't own that tower, but it's still neat because it's big. I don't own the songs that I listen to, but they are neat to me because they give me some big reaction in the back of my monkey brain. So I'm not sure why we have that attraction to spectacle, but I know that we do. I know that I have it. And I know that in some sense, I think everyone does. Even if you don't like to travel, even if you don't want to climb the highest peaks of Kilimanjaro, you still have some amount of attraction to things that are huge, whether physically or personally.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. What you. S- I don't know if big is the best word, but we have an attraction to things that... Are
8: greater
1: than... Are, yeah. That are greater are, than ourselves. Yes. Yes. That's a good way of and putting it. And it's...
8: really good to put
1: it. It's like, if you listen to a, a beautiful song, like, I don't know, what's, what's the most beautiful song you know? Uh, Amazing Grace. Amazing answer. Grace. Yeah. Wonderful song. And it's it's beautiful, but it's not perfect because you can have songs that are more beautiful. Oh, and there sure. are songs that are objectively... Less beautiful or more beautiful, but do you feel like we're striving to find the most beautiful thing mm. all the time? Like the clock tower is big, yeah. you'd be more impressed by a bigger clock tower or a, or a bigger. If you went to the the Berlin, like the Burj Eiffel Tower, Eiffel tower. Right, tower, yeah, some like
4: bigger structure. You want to find the best What's the thing big there. the Big Ben? Is. That, I think that might be a part of it, is the relentless search for the best. Because we, in our heads all the time, in the back, there's a little neuron accountant, and he <laughs> is categorizing everything. That's happening all the time. Sure, yeah. With everything you do. Socially, uh, physically, absolutely everything is ranked and categorized somewhere in the back of our mind. And a lot of times we don't realize that, but it's there. Yeah. And I, I do wonder, you make a good point, I wonder if that's why, is we have this quest from the day that we're born to find the coolest thing there is. Yeah. And so I think a lot of the regret that we have when we're on our deathbed or just going to a new place, maybe you've lived in a place for a long time. And when you leave, you have this sense of emptiness yeah. because you didn't explore it enough. You didn't find the. Coolest but that gives thing us here. this
1: paradox because there's no perfection on this earth. But why would there's we? Not. Why would we strive for perfection? Why would we strive to find something that's perfect and not be? And happy? how would
5: we know it exists if we've yeah. never, if we don't even, yeah. if we can't experience it? If there's not a perfection, how would we know that there's something there that so is perfect? So
4: there's a couple ways to look at it, uh, depending on your perspective. So in some eyes. We're searching for God. Mm -hmm. Sure. In in some eyes, that is our end goal. From the day we're born, is you know that's not big enough. That's not big enough. That's not big enough. What's up there? Yeah. But that's pretty big. Mm -hmm. So from the day we're born, depending on your perspective, of course, we have this innate desire to seek out God. Yeah. Because that's the coolest thing that there is. Or
1: things that things that resemble God yes. in the fact that they are yeah. good
4: and true and beautiful. Yes. Yeah. I was... And that's why sometimes we're so struck by temples or, or synagogues or like... Cathedrals. What's the big... Cathedrals. Out in Brazil... What's that? Uh,
8: cathedrals. Cathedrals,
4: <laughs> yes. Is that what you're yes. looking for? Yeah. Well, no, but I meant out in cathedral. Christ the Redeemer. Christ the Redeemer. Oh, uh,
8: Peru, yeah. Things like
4: that. Is it, yeah, is it Peru? I think it's Brazil. Or Rio.
5: Rio, that's
4: yeah. the one. Okay. <laughs> things like that, and I think that's why to some eyes that can leave you with, because to some people that's life-changing. Yeah. People who visit things like that, that changes the trajectory of some people's lives, and I wonder if that's why. It's yeah. because we got a taste of the coolest thing.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, and from another perspective, our relentless search for the biggest and the best is what drives human betterment. The reason we built the car is because we went looking for the big uh, the biggest and bestest horse. The reason we built the skyscraper is because we went looking for the biggest and best house. And because there wasn't one there to find, we made it ourselves. Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, All
3: right.
4: yeah we should probably to... wrap it there. Yeah, so we should probably go. Yeah, let's yeah, so just so
3: say <laughs> wrap here. It's really cool that you guys are doing that. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's
1: really been cool. a it's been a great time and we've had just some really Phenomenal conversations. conversations. Yeah. Oh,
3: that's awesome. that's uh, And
1: I think people are really grateful for the opportunity to just say things that are meaningful to them.
3: Mm-hmm. We all